Women aren't born warriors, we become them. And the road to becoming a warrior is bumpy as hell. Each week I'm interviewing women who through tragedy and triumph are leaping for greatness. Get ready to unleash your inner warrior. I'm Liz Swadek, and this is Conversations with Warrior Women. All right, everybody. This is Angelo Fierro, my favorite agent at Compass Concierge. Angelo, is this really the time we should be buying or selling a house? It's the best time. It's a record year. Sellers are seeing the highest prices ever in the history of LA. And for buyers, interest rates have never been this low. 2.7% for a 30-year fixed. It's the best time to buy. Oh, my God. Well, what about COVID, though, Angelo? Like, that's kind of a freaky time. Like, how do you handle that? We take care of everything. We steam clean the house before showings and staging. We clean during, and we adhere to wearing masks, gloves, and booties. Okay, but what if I'm a tired mother? You know, this is a The Warrior Woman podcast. We're tired, Angelo. How are you going to, can you handle some of this for us? Like, how do we do this? We do it. We do it. Our team does it, and Compass does it. Compass Concierge fronts the money to prep and stage your home so you don't have to. And then, we get your nice massage after the close. Ooh, a massage. I'm going to hold you to that one. You can get in touch with them at asklosangelo at gmail. That's asklosangelo at gmail. Or call them, 323-821-5353. Thanks, Angelo. Thank you, Liz. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Warrior Women Conversations with Warrior Women. I am Liz Swadek. We have added another level to the drama out here in California as the fires <laughs> are driving us back into our houses because we just need more drama because of the smoke. This is the first day I've seen a blue sky, so I'm feeling really hopeful today. If you're feeling uninspired or beat down or less than hopeful, I am here to tell you better days are coming. Better days. In the meantime, we're here together. We're going to be together learning and laughing. And I created this podcast to remind women that they are warriors. We can do hard things. We forget how strong we are sometimes. We forget about it. But just the fact that you've made it through this pandemic for this long shows me how strong you are. And I'm excited to talk to our guest today and hear her story of resilience. But first... Have you left us a positive review of this podcast yet? Because I would be really grateful. Did you know the more positive reviews we get, the more people can find us? It's true. And everyone that writes a review this month is entered into a drawing to win my fabulous leopard slippers. And I wear them every day at home. I've got them on right now. Like my guest is already laughing. She's like, leopard slippers. I'm like, yes, the key to life. Leopard slippers are the key to life. Don't let anybody tell you anything. Okay, on to our sponsor. Our sponsor this week is celebrity chef Katie Chen. You know Katie Chen from the podcast. Well, now you can cook along with Chef Katie Chen at a virtual Zoom class. $100 per student and I'm a minimum of 10. You can make things like Asian dumplings and noodles or one night in Bangkok class with pad thai and green coconut curry. Or she'll do a Chinese takeout favorites class with beef and broccoli, Chinese chicken salad and veggie fried rice, or even K-Town nights with some Korean food and dumplings. Katie is the best and she gets all the handouts, recipes, ingredients, everything to you ahead of time and a Zoom link. Take one of Katie's classes, you will not be sorry. Email her at walkstarcatering at gmail.com. That's walkstar, W-O-K, star, catering at gmail.com. If you want to spend more time with me, go to thewarriormoms.co or DM me on Instagram at warriorwomenpod. I'd love to hear from you. Okay, on with the show. Today, we are talking to Kim Walls. She is a fourth-generation entrepreneur and second-generation health and wellness expert and a clean beauty pioneer. Kim is a master formulator whose award-winning products led her to be the CEO and founder of Fortuna Skin and Be Organic. Welcome, warrior mom of two teen boys. Oh, sweet Jesus, help us, because I have one, and if I had two, I might die. Kim! Welcome, Kim. 
Well, hi, thank you so much for having me here. What a delight. And I have to tell you your voice, when I listen to your voice, it works because I love your inspirational stories, but also you sound so much like my favorite aunt. It's insane. Right down to things like leopard slippers. I love it. I sound like your favorite aunt. That's a new one on me. I sound like your favorite aunt. I'm all about your favorite aunt. Well, why is she your favorite aunt? Tell me about her. Oh, do you want to hear about a warrior woman? Her name is Diane. Oh, she is a warrior woman. She is a businesswoman extraordinaire. She built an empire, raised families, is is just, she inspires me daily. Anytime I have a business problem, I call her and she's always got good answers and also things like leopard slippers. I mean, God bless her. I might have to have uh-huh. after you. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like to start at the beginning because I feel like we learn a lot from our histories and what we were thinking when we were little. So what did you think? I know you're a clean beauty pioneer and you're, you know, you've got this, these businesses, but this beauty business, but what did you think you were going to do when you were a little girl? So I was raised to believe that I would be taking over my father's skincare company. Oh, so you were already <laughs> marked. You were marked. You were, I was that's marked. It. Yeah. I was. I explored all kinds of things, really a great many other things. I, I majored in anthropology with a double minor in religious studies and art history. I explored all kinds of things. And I loved technology, deeply loved technology, which I still integrate. I integrate all these things into what I do with skincare now. But uh, I truly believed I would take over his company as I, that's what he told me. He said, learn everything, learn all the things I'm doing because someday you're going to have to do this. And did you want to do it or were you like, oh, dad, please, no. I would say that I didn't want to or not want to. It was, I started wanting to be in this industry early. I loved it. I always loved it. And I felt lucky to get to be around it. Uh, But I didn't. I wasn't much of a planner. And so, and I didn't know really what that meant. And also, I mean, when, what does that mean? Like, okay, dad, you're going to die. You're going to retire. Yeah, and then you won't be my like, <laughs> it didn't really mean much, but I, I really listened to him say, learn all the things. And I did that. Um, I didn't really know where it would end up and I'm happy for where it continues to go. It's not over yet. I mean, he's long gone, but. <laughs> but that's interesting. So, so that brings me to my, my next question for you. So tell me about being a fourth generation entrepreneur and a second generation health and wellness expert. How did your parents influence the vision of like what is going on with you today in the beauty business? So like, how did this all, like, tell me about this. Sure. So they, they made me very comfortable with chaos and they were examples of resilience. And when you see somebody who can go up and down and always figure out how to make their own money and always thrive in the end, when you, you can see people in real life and feel it, because obviously it affected me as a kid too, uh, going through the, the paces of being an entrepreneur, it's just like, okay, you're going to be fine in the end. And then getting to witness the incredible passion that they have for what they do and wanting that wanting to experience that they were they were great examples of how hard it is to <laughs> do the things we do yes and and, and the so reward what, and how did they start it so how did this all begin begin four generations well, prior right um so so the the whole entrepreneurial thing actually is on the, the entrepreneurial inventor thing is on both sides of the family. My parents weren't together very long, really a very short period of time. So they were doing these things in their individual lives. And I would see it no matter where I was. Um, my grandfather, for example, was an inventor for DuPont. And in that day and age, he created incredible things. The catalytic converter that are still used in cars today. The first coding. Oh, yeah. He was in, he was crazy. He was actually crazy. Uh, the the coating that went on rocket ships to allow them to penetrate the atmosphere for the first time, like wild things. So, in t- if he had been alive today, he would have been an entrepreneur, and I'm sure Silicon Valley backed and all of those things. But in that day, you, know, you worked for the companies, and they gave you your pension, and da da da. You got your name on the patent, but that was about it. Um, but it's still the same energy. It's still that energy of creativity and innovation. And 
um, exploration and really investing in journeys and uh, loving loving the ride. So there was sort of that inventor piece on my mom's side, and then my mom. Um, did all kinds of things from for all kinds of things. She started interior design businesses. She, I can't even think like the number of things she did, but always with such gusto. And it, it was fun to see. And then, so my dad was the skincare side and that was, um, that, so that's its own thing. So it's on both. And then his father was uh, was an entrepreneur in the world of stamps. He was a philatelist or no, a philatelist. Shoot, what is that word? I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> he was don't, know how. don't look over here. Yeah. <laughs> Phil, he's a, he was inducted to the Philatelic Hall of Fame. So I guess that's philately. But it's stamp yeah. collecting essentially. And in before Google, the stamp collectors had incredible knowledge about history because all the big historical moments globally were recognized in the form of stamps. So when you had great knowledge in that. Um, you were a great historian. And so he had a business around that and all kinds of other things. It's truly everywhere. It's, it's everywhere in my family. <laughs> I mean, it's incredible. Like what entrepreneurial yeah. spirit and inventor spirit and creativity you have, like just going down the line, like you just were bound to get this. I mean, you almost had no choice. Um, I, I don't think I did. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about your particular career path. Tell me like what you, what you've learned from that and tell me about it a little bit, how it's gone. My career path has jumped all over the place. The common thread has always been health, wellness, and skincare. Everything from distribution, creating a distribution company, opening international territories, to starting skincare brands of my own, and to helping other founders, in particular women founders, to bring their visions to life later. And it still includes things like mentoring. I, I really, really love, love, love working with young people, young women in particular, to help them bring their visions to life. So I would call that part of my career still, even though it's not a paid activity. Um, but I, I love the way Susan Sandberg frames it as really thinking about your career as a jungle gym. There's no straight line that's needed and embracing that fully, I think has been very empowering for me. I mean, that's the greatest thing in the world. Thinking yeah. of your career, like a jungle gym, because you know, you do, you judge yourself. I've hopped around. I've done a lot of stuff and I feel like sometimes like, I'm like, wow, this ADD career that I've had is like, all <laughs> but, but really to think of it like that, that it's. A, a journey, number one, but also that it's more about it's okay to hop around and then to go different places and create. And it is play, you know, we're playing, we're mm -hmm. kind of figuring it out, right? As we go along. And that's really, I love that, the jungle gym. I think that is yeah. amazing. And yeah, so you're, so, but currently you are, um, you're doing Fortuna, right? Yep. I'm going, yep. I'm going up rogue a minute for you, but currently you're doing Fortuna and you're, but you also have another company too. Well, so I have, I'm the CEO and co-founder of Fortuna Skin, and that's my my prime and, and main focus. That's where I spend really pretty much all of my time. Mm -hmm. Historically, in the past, I have co-founded other brands that I still, I'm on the board of, or you know, sort of their, yeah. yeah. And so that includes a brand called BEB Organic, and it includes a brand called Kelson Products, both in the personal care space. Okay. And then alongside uh, Fortuna Skin is the sister company, Bambini Fortuna, which is focused on children's health and wellness. And then Fortuna Skin is a classic skincare company. I mean, I just don't even know when you sleep. I'm just confused. <laughs> um, I don't know that you do. You might be like up all night. You might be an up all night person. Um, but you're all about connection. That's one thing that we've kind of mm -hmm. talked about. Um, and I love that you are into mentorship because I feel like growing up, I did not have that. Like I did not have the mentor thing going and I think it would have really propelled me forward. I think it's such mm -hmm. an important thing. Like young women now, I mean, I'm in a bunch, a bunch of kind of, um, you know, women's organizations. One of them is like more than me. Another one is the broad network. And I always tell women, like, I wish I'd had this at 20. This, yeah. this these organizations <laughs> where these women are just like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll follow you. What's your podcast? Let me, you know, like just support and guidance and all of that, you know, is so important, especially when you're younger and you're just trying to figure yourself out and maybe you're going to try this for a little while. And you're something else. So I love that. Um, but you're all about connection. Tell me, mm -hmm. tell me about that. Tell me your theory there. 
I think, I mean, it's hard to know really why different things drive different people, but I have thought about it. And I think it comes to partially being an only child. I didn't have, and I, when I was with my mom, we lived on a, I think it was a 30 acre ranch. Our closest neighbor was a mile away. My playmates were the animals, the horses, cats, dogs, sheep, you name it. Uh, whatever I could convince whatever you could bring up. in. Yeah. <laughs> Bugs, snakes. Uh, and so I think within that sort of isolation, but I don't say isolation in a bad way. I love the way I grew up. I loved the animals and all that activity, but I did really long for human connection. And so I think there's something to that that has continued to drive me. I, I when I see people coming together, like in teams and business and the capacity they have for greatness, when they're really working together, it's exciting to me. It's really beautiful. And so I love to kind of create situations at the individual level where that kind of thing can happen. And then in a more global capacity, I mean, again, I would go back to the idea I studied anthropology, right? The, the study of man, like what are the what do people do? What are the cultures that they build? How do they communicate? And I've found in life that the more people can see each other's perspectives, the more the better they work together. And when people are working together, it's built into our DNA. Everybody is better served. So I think that's special to see communication, connection empathy, those bridges, it takes away conflict. It elevates people's self-confidence. It makes us live longer. There are infinite reasons. A hundred percent. But it sounds like you've built that into the culture of your company. Like you really, like that's how much you care about that, which is amazing. And you, you, it's amazing when you meet somebody who's a collaborator, which is what you are, obviously, because the tendency is for, for women, sometimes we want to just, you know, control it or we are afraid someone's going to steal our idea or we think, you know, we're not going to be heard the way we want. But if you come in with this kind of feeling of like you want connection and that's your goal is to have connection, then you become a collaborator. And you're right. Great things happen because truly things don't happen as fast and as wonderfully when we're just working by ourselves. They just don't. All the great they things don't. come from collaboration. So I, I love that. Um, well, you you reminded me of something that I just want to share. There's a book uh, by Nilifer Merchant. I believe it's called Onlyness, but Nilifer Merchant's the author. And I'm looking around trying to find it. I have I know I hear I have it here somewhere. Probably multiple copies because I love to give it away. But um, when people are truly operating at their best and at their highest, they can't be copied because there's nobody else who can really do what they do. There's nobody else who brings that collection of perspectives, skills, experiences to the table that allow them to drive forward in the way that whoever's idea that was, as long as it's their true, true, true highest purpose idea. And I love the way Nilifer brings that to life. I mean, that's her, those are her words. That's her concept. And it's really stuck with me through life and through my career and interactions that there's, there need, you don't need to be afraid of anything. If people like your ideas that much, they're, they're going to be better off working with you on it because they'll never be able to do it their own. Yeah. It's, that's really, that's, that's a great way to look at it. I'm going to get that book. That sounds really good. <laughs> um, well, I also know from talking to a lot of women who have businesses and, and even though your path was the die was sort of the die was cast, <laughs> Uh, but, but even with that, knowing that you were maybe going to go down that road, I know there's a, you know, it's for me for all women, we all go through those kind of tough times, those tough moments, or whether it's career or personal that we had to kind of like bring back, like, remember, I can, just like I said in the beginning, I can do hard things. I can do it, but, but it's a low, low moment. So what has sort of been in your career or personally something you've really had to kind of, you know, enact that resilience and really get through <laughs> it. Because I feel like a lot of people, women in business have gone through great struggle. Yeah. Uh, from a business perspective, uh, losing investors money. That was by far the hardest thing that I've ever gone through is having a business where when you invest, when anybody invests in early stage businesses, they're not really investing in the idea. They're investing in the person. And I always knew that. And that's who I'm investing in when I invest in other people now. And to 
have to let people down in that capacity has by far been my lowest, lowest <laughs> moment. And that's not the majority of my experience and not to sell myself short. I've, I've made lots of money for people with, uh, with entrepreneurial endeavors, but the times when I haven't are just the absolute worst. And really there's no kind of coming back from the, the sorrow in that, but it is a great tool to drive me forward. And I think to drive anyone forward who feels that way, um, to never do it again, or to really take those lessons and learn. And importantly, to share the lessons so that other people never have to feel that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I can imagine that would like, I mean, you're right. I, I'm thinking about this too. If I've ever invested, it's definitely, I mean, it's not that I don't believe in the product or I don't care about the product. I care about that too, but you really are going with a person mm-hmm. and what their dreams and goals are. And you're saying, I believe in you. And so you feel like you have their vote of confidence. And the last thing you want to do is let them down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I had, you know, and I take a little bit of solace in that I I work with professional investors and my favorite, who's still a friend, one of my favorite investors. uh, I mean, I'm still friends with almost all of them, whether I've lost their money or not, because you end up building pretty strong bonds with these people. Uh, And I really don't want to emphasize the losing money part because it's been a very, very, very tiny part of my career. It's just, you asked about the hardest and I'm pointing on that. But this one particular investor I was very, very young and he invested in me. And he said, I want you to know that usually I make a deal with my young entrepreneurs that they guarantee me 10% of their next company. (laughs) Smart. (laughs) Yes. Yep. Very smart. Yep. Of course, I didn't guarantee him 10%, but I always tell him <laughs> when I see a really special deal out there. <laughs> oh, that's very nice of you. Okay, so this, because we talked about a, a point, let's talk about what, is, what has been a really, really high, if you, with, and, and again, I'm going rogue on you, what has been the highest point <laughs> of your career? Well, I'm, I feel like I'm in it right now. I mean, for Tuna Skin is so incredible. This brand is so wildly awesome in so many ways from the people involved to the product that we're creating to the social good that's happening around it to the performance of the products like i'm i'm in my high right now i i hope it continues to get higher i mean it better it has to but i'm really 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 loving where i am right now i love that well tell me about it that i want to know about them i mean they you're it's creating and building beauty. It's wild foraged ingredients from the heart of Sicily. I mean, is this like a dream? <laughs> I, I want to know. Yeah, I want to know about this. Tell me about okay. this. Okay, okay. Uh, all right. So it starts with a family, a single family's journey to explore their heritage and their roots, which of course were in Sicily. So my my co-founder is Agatha Luzzo and her husband, Steve Luzzo. Um, the two of them, so Steve was, his family was originally from Sicily and his grandma, his Nona, used to say to him all these incredible stories about this place where she grew up and she had to leave when she was young from being out in the fields and being able to drink the water, just when you were thirsty from the stream, gathering food from anywhere, the community, the people, the family. And so he grew up listening to these stories and seeing how she missed it. He, she, he said to her, Nona, he was about 10 years old when he did this, Nona, someday I'm going to find that land for you. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to get it back for you. And he and his wife, Agatha, my incredible co-founder, the founder for Tuna Skin, that's exactly what they did. And it was, it's been a long journey. The skincare part of this is really, you know, we started maybe four years ago, but they had started with their farm experience over a decade ago at this point. And so first they went and found this little tiny piece of land where she had grown up and it still had the foundation on it. And they bought that. And in seeing what was going on in Southern Sicily, there's virtually no wealth in Southern Italy. Most of it is in Northern Italy. And there's really a lot of property. There wasn't in this area, it it didn't have tourism. There wasn't electricity. People didn't have cell phones. It was really, you know, they had a lot of what they needed in terms of family and at least food they could pull from the fields. But 
education was suffering. People weren't getting married. The children were leaving. The, so the family structures were breaking down. And they really cared about this, of course, and uh, started investing and wanting to build businesses. So they actually started with uh, an olive oil company. They started working with a double PhD named Nemo. He's a botanist and a biologist, foremost authority in these plants in Sicily works with universities. They even have an archaeological dig going on on this farm at this point, which is now about 800 acres oh strong. Amazing. Yeah. It's all the, the whole thing is certified organic. Um, and the, the, the wealth in human energy that is kind of being generated there is really inspiring to me. So when Agatha and Agatha wanted to create skincare. They had the olive oil going. They were loving it. Her family was originally from Croatia. So olive oil was something they used for everything, their skin, their hair, you know, anything and everything. It was kind of like the Windex of my Greek wedding, right? <laughs> Whatever that movie was. Right in the Windex, right on that, on that little burn on your arm. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> but instead, olive oil. So, yeah. So she and I met through a mutual person who we both love dearly named Dr. Alan Green, who's the founder along with Agatha and, uh, and me of Bambini Fortuna. And when Agatha started talking about wanting to do skincare, Alan said, oh, you have to meet my friend Kim. And when Agatha and I met, it was just instant connection. We absolutely loved each other. Our approach was aligned. Her desire to create clean, truly clean beauty, like organic, really clean beauty that was extremely high performance was a challenge I've been after my whole life. I mean, I've, I've been working in clean beauty. We didn't call it clean beauty you know, 20 years ago, but that's essentially where, what I've been doing. And we had all kinds of challenges from <clears throat> over the years, decades, not being able to find the highest potency ingredients, not being able to get proper extractions out of them, not having the right processing methods or the right preservative systems, so many challenges. And when she brought out Nemo's work and he'd identified over 500 plants on the farm and in particular over 80 medicinal plants that had a history of being used for things like snake bites, you know, making poultices for snake bites and wound healing. And fundamentally what we're doing with our skin when we're working with skincare is sure we're protecting it from the elements, but when it comes to trying to maintain health and preserve you know, the, uh, the way that we look as much as we want to and can, it's really, it's wound healing. That's what we're doing. Every day, the skin is becoming more and more damaged, especially in the climate. I mean, you started off talking about the fires we're going through right now. Yes. So those things, you know, they're, those fires are highly damaging. carcinogenic. Yeah, it's damaging. Yeah. yeah. It's terrible. More people, a lot of people don't know this. The carcinogens in smoke enter more through the skin than they do through inhalation. It's actually the, the, the first path is digestion. The second most prominent path is absorption through the skin. And the third is actually inhalation. So the damage that's happening from smoke and pollution and all of these things is, is very meaningful. So when Agatha started talking about these plants that they had available on the farm, I was like a kid in a candy store. It was like, oh my goodness, this is revolutionary. We can actually do something that's really, truly, meaningfully different in creating high-performance skincare. And so that's where it started. And it, we're continuing, like, for example, through COVID, everybody on the farm was paid, you know, continuously with no breaks. Probably nobody else could say that. Yeah, um, yeah, it's it's doing it's it's where social good and connection and family and all of these things are coming together with sort of the the end result of high performance skincare. And so, tell me, like, what's what are some of the products? Like, what's your favorite product? I know it's like picking a favorite. Oh, I mean, it's exactly. So what it's I'm like. so rude, but like, I really <laughs> need to know. Like, tell me something I cannot live without. What do I? What do I need? You oh, need yeah. the Porte Perla Vitalita face and eye serum. I mean, that just sounds good. I don't even know what that is, but it sounds wonderful. <laughs> what is this? So we'll start with the name, Porte Perla Vitalita. It means gateway to vitality. And it is actually named after the gates of the farm. So when you walk in, you have these big, gorgeous wrought iron gates with two doves that symbolize Stephen Agatha and laurel wreaths, which is connected to the mythology and the history of the land. And you walk through these gates. I'm literally giving myself chills right now. I love this story and this place so much. I can't even tell you. Oh, I love you, it. 
<laughs> and so that's it. It's the gateway to vitality and it's a face and eye serum. So it's a, it's a multi-benefit product that is good for absolutely any skin type. We wanted, it was very important to us to come out with something that anybody could integrate. Like we're all married to our products, right? We have certain things that we love and it's no fun to tell somebody, you stop using that so you can replace it with this. So we really wanted to create something that could integrate seamlessly into anybody's routine. And so what this product does um, I, there, I don't believe there's anything else on the market that's dual benefit face and eye. Generally, there are separate products sold for face and eye. So it's a, it, the multitasking nature of it is really nice. It's got Amcrusa azuria in it, which is a new ingredient to skincare. It's one of the ancient medicinal plants of the farm that's been used for a long, long time, thousands of years for wound healing. Um, it has the highest level of antioxidants of any edible Mediterranean plant. So it's off the charts in its antioxidant potential. So is this going and to take away my wrinkles? This is sounding like a miracle product. What is it? It, take, it takes for... away mine. I'm no joke. I, I have better skin and fewer wrinkles than I did a year ago. I, you know, I, it's it really, I'm very, very proud of it. We all are. It's a team effort. It's you know, only possible because of the farm. These plants don't grow anywhere else under these kinds of conditions. They're wild forage. So they've got you know the highest potency. The ingredients are being extracted with what we call our sound bath method. It's actually sound waves that are bumping into the cellular walls. So all those potent actives come out into our extra virgin organic award-winning olive oil, which is the same as what, what you would eat. Wait, what's except the name of the olive oil, by the way? Okay. Bona, Bona Fortuna. Okay, but can we get that? Can we get up? Yeah. Oh, I, am, I don't know if you know this about me, but I am olive oil obsessed. I did not know that. Okay, well, you are going to thank me later. Lum, I have a little <laughs> problem. I like to spend like 50 or $60 on my fancy, fancy olive oils. And at first my husband thought I was an idiot, but now he agrees with me. So he supports mm-hmm. my horrible habit. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to get this olive oil. <laughs> And I like an unfiltered, like I like crazy. You, you are. I promise you, you're never going to go back (laughs) to any other. Okay, I'm gonna have to get it. All right, fine. Um, I'm just gonna have to support my habit. I don't care. Um, And you know what? I cook for mom all the time, so I feel like it's warranted now. Before, maybe not, but now it is. Well, it's uh-huh. also warranted for its health benefits because fresh yeah. olive oil that is freshly picked and harvested without oxidation and all of these wonderful things has crazy high levels of polyphenols, antioxidants, phytochemicals, things that are so supportive to the digestive system and skin. Okay. Well, I'm all about this. Um, okay. Now I, I just was looking back at my little intro and it says mm-hmm. you're a master formulator. <laughs> so are you like a science nerd person? Are you like um, I am make things like that? Yeah, like I'm a to- total geek. I I'm not a formal lab chemist. I have training in organic chemistry, biochemistry, microbiology. I have the sort of full suite of um undergraduate chemical training which has helped me to understand my life's work, but I've also essentially been like an apprentice for most, you know, basically my whole life. So you don't necessarily have to go to school to learn a lot about Mm -hmm. chemistry. So I do, I read all the original research. I geek out every day. There's not a day that goes by where I'm not in the National Institutes of Health archives trying to, you know, figure something out when it comes to skin or skincare ingredients. Um, I mean, I have anatomy books all over the place. I've actually been doing little, um, mini facial tutorials for companies, you know, these beautiful companies or editorial houses or what have you, where their teams need to do work uh, or they, they don't have the opportunity to do their, like their bonding experiences. So we've been doing these little groups with 10 or 12 people, which is amazing for me. I love it. Cause that gets my nose out of spreadsheets and into like just engaging with people and sharing about skin and health. So I start them out with uh, my anatomy books. I pull, I pull up the pictures. Oh <laughs> like, my these are God. all these are all the muscles in your face. This is what you should understand about what what you're doing wrong and why when you're you know, dragging your cleanser down your face or when you're right. going the wrong direction of grander orbitals or whatever. Um, so yeah, I'm a total total science geek. 
Oh my God. I mean, you and your passion, the way you talk about skincare, I literally, it's like insane. I can't even do it. Um, <laughs> so since you are a clean beauty pioneer, I want to know what's exciting you the most about skincare now. Like what is, or what's the future? Or what's like, you know, I want to know, like, what, what can we look for? What can we get, get excited about in clean beauty? Well, the thing that's most exciting to me isn't necessarily product that's relate, related. The thing that's most exciting to me is how people are starting to recognize how connected their skin is to their overall health. For, for most of my career, people really thought about skin as a cellophane wrapper. You know, you kind of put stuff on and you're not really thinking about the integral functions it has with the overall overall body and how little things like a face massage can actually create a release of oxytocin and can send blood to your frontal lobe and your brain and make you happier and feel more calm and peaceful. Like the, the, the anatomical understanding that people are developing around the organ of, of skin to me is the most exciting thing because what it means is that they will then start making different choices for their skin care. And this whole world of you know, wild foraged organic ingredients, that's new. You know, to be able to do that at scale, it's really old, right? Why <laughs> there was a time it's when new you to the market, old. but it's it's all yeah, it's new to the marketplace. Right. Yeah. And so re reimmersing in the ethnobotany, the ethnomedicine, the historical practices and uses that were around for thousands of years. So much knowledge has been lost in recent years because of the dependence on petrochemicals and the dependence on on a, a different way of thinking, really. And so to see people's minds shift and the openness that's coming from that and the demand for the types of products that we're creating it all starts with the consumer, right? What do they want? What are they willing to pay for? And so the knowledge that people are wanting these things means that we're going to start seeing an explosion in ancient medicine meeting modern science. And that to me is incredibly exciting. That is kind of exciting. I didn't know that idea. <laughs> I think that is, I, I think that's kind of, I mean, things are so, uh, are just changing. This pandemic has changed a lot of things for the good. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely bad things that have happened. We, we've, we've been over that and we know what those are because they're blasted at us every five seconds. But there's a lot of good that's come out of this. Like, I feel like people have realized that niching down into things that people really are looking for specific things. And, and this is across the board. It's, it, it, you could be a real estate agent and you're realizing, I don't, I'm not trying to sell a house to everyone. I want to sell a house to these people. These are the houses I like to sell. Like people are getting niched. And I love that we're niching down and realizing that beauty is skin, is skin deep, is, is, is <laughs> goes deep. And that, that they, that they're going to go back to all these ancient principles and look at the things that maybe have been forgotten or lost. So that's a really, that is really incredibly exciting. I think, I think it's I do too. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the pandemic, tell me, I mean, we have gone through, I've gone through every emotion. I think I literally every third Tuesday, I'm about to lose my mind. But the other day, my, my daughter, speaking of beauty, my daughter dropped a glass bottle of toner on the floor of the bathroom. And when he, I want you to know that that glass bottle of toner, I'm still finding the pieces. Hello. Oh, no. It was so upsetting to me. It just set me over the edge because I'm just at 10. I'm at level 15 of done. And so one little thing can knock me off my ass. Like I'm just going to kill me. So, but, but I've also been like loving organizing and like, I've read 22 books. I mean, like, you know I mean? There's good things too, but tell me about you in the pandemic, you know, business and personally, like, has it been hard? Have you had those moments that we're all having where you're just low and like, what do you do? So yes, I've definitely had low moments (laughs) and stir crazy moments. So I am a person who loves to travel and loves to be out and about. I have spent my whole life finding ways to get out into the world. And so for me personally, the hardest thing about this has been being stuck in one place. And I, uh, I, I still go for walks and, you know, for, for, to help me calm down and refocus. I listen to inspiring podcasts like this one. <laughs> cool. and, I'm uh, top on your list. I know. I know. I know. It's so good. 
so that's that's it. I mean, they're the the chaos I'm used to. I thrive in chaos, and so really, what I had to do was shift what I view, what I take in as inspiring to appreciate these new challenges. And, you know, my dad had an acronym. Um, he did a whole guru thing around this. He actually traveled all over the place and people would come and see him talk and do round tables and listen to inspiring people wow. talking about physics and all these things. It was the direction he ended up going as he sort of moved away from being a skincare CEO. He went into SEIO. And SEIO is an acronym for Sense, Appreciation, Inspiration, Openness, and Essence. And I really, I carry that with me. I think of it if I'm feeling ungrounded or challenged, whether it's business or life, or I mean, not that those are different things, but I guess I meant personal relationships or professional relationships. Um, and so when you, in his way, in his way of thinking, you get a sense of things and then you find appreciation. You like, you spend time appreciating you know, the person's perspective, the different dynamics, kind of whatever it is, like look for what you can appreciate and get inspired by it. Like let it lift you up, let it give you new ways of thinking and then be open to change. O is the open. So openness to what is this new information you're getting? And essence is sort of the path forward. Like whatever you get out of that for yourself or for other people, then taking action on that new essence. And so I I think about that. It helps me. Yeah, that I mean, that's a great way to kind of get through like that anxiety producing time and to kind of reframe. Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a, I, I love that your dad did that's insane. I love that he went from skincare CEO to just guru. Like people are like, listen, yeah. to him. It's like, that's actually, are you in New York? Where are you? I don't even know where you are. Are you in LA, New York? Where are you? LA. Yeah. LA. LA. Okay. I, yeah. for some reason I thought you might be in New York. I wasn't really sure, but I mean, so you've been in the smoky, you've seen the smoke. I bet you stayed inside because you knew it was going to do to your skin. Exactly. Yeah. I also use a micellar essence and micellar cleansing essence every time I come in from being outside because it's a leave-on cleanser yeah. and I know how important it is to get rid of that smoke. So if I go outside for whatever reason, grocery store, what have you, walk, um, which actually I haven't been doing the last two weeks because it's so smoky. Well, it's but when I do go out- You breathe. You couldn't even breathe that the last yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. But that's a good skincare tip is to use a micellar cleansing essence or water when you come back inside. Um, to, to freshen your skin up and get rid of those carcinogens. So your skin doesn't have to do it. Yeah. Right. Um, tell me what is, what's next for you. So like you, you've had this amazing career path. You start beauty brands. You've been on, I mean, kind of at the forefront of beauty, you're a pioneer. Like what is next? Like, is it, is the next thing you're going to keep expanding for tuna is the next thing you're going to do another beauty brand or you're looking for other, like what's the, what's next for you? What's, what's your, what, what, if you have to project out maybe like five years, are you living in Sicily? Are you foraging for yourself? What are you doing? I'm definitely mobile. I'm not staying in. So five, I mean, five years is a really important timeline for me because I've got a 17 year old and a 15 year old. So yes. very like, yeah. So very likely um, that will be sort of the next phase of my life as a mother without children in the home. And I don't want to be in one place. I want to be all over the place. I would like to be working from the road. I've always worked remotely really well and uh, have intentionally built the Fortuna Skin team to be a rock star remote team. And I think everybody really loves that and thrives in that environment. So that's important. I know that's not the career question, but just being no, but that's a goal in that's the a world. Goal. Five year out, what you, what you want it to look like kind of goal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely have a skin geek goal of um, finishing my PhD and focusing on ethnomedicine, uh, the anthropological perspective on sort of health over time. So that's a goal. Maybe that's 10 years. I don't know when that one is, but that's a goal. Um, from a pure business perspective, I, I will continue to want to be a creator. I, I, I thrive in that. I love that. It, it's so inspiring and fulfilling. Um, and I imagine that will be with Fortuna Skin. This is a long haul brand for me. I love this. I mean, the last brand I founded, I stayed with it for 14 years. 
Um, I've been married for over 20 years. I'm not really a fly by the, what do you call it? Fly by night. I, I tend to stick uh, with it. Fly by the seat of your pants. I don't know. Whatever. It is. Yeah. Fly, no, yeah. It's fly, by fly by night. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't come around. You stay. Yeah. I stay for a long time. <laughs> you, you're, you, you like commitment. You're kind of a, monog- you're a monogamist. Yeah. yeah. A real one. Yeah. And which is interesting because you have started so many things that if, if, if you just look at your resume, I would have been like, oh, she's hopping around all over the place, but it's not that. It's that you've been doing things either simultaneously or you've been doing things, you know, over time. So, I mean, it's, it's interesting because I, I would have never known that unless I talked to you. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People get very confused when they look at my LinkedIn. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I got confused. I was like, what's going on here? I, that's why I said yeah. all these questions. I'm like, what's happening? Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, the great news is, well, first of all, how are your sons doing? Are they, are they surviving this, this pandemic, your teen sons? They are today. They're sons. Is like, boom, now you're back yeah. in your mom's house. You can't go anywhere. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank goodness for video games. I'll say that. I mean, uh, Fortnite I think- forever. Hello. Yep. Yep. They, well, they like rust and they have a couple of different ones, but really more importantly, they have discord. And Discord is the social platform where they communicate with each other and oh, I know messaging. It well. It's yep. <laughs> I, I know it well. Yes, I yeah. got a fourteen-year-old, and he is all over that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Today is my son's birthday. Literally, this very day is his. Oh birthday. my gosh! How so? Which wait? Which son and how old? He's just turned fifteen. He was fourteen. Oh. Now he's fifteen. He's in oh. class right now. Oh, you think he is, but he's on Discord. It's happening. Yeah, that's um, likely. Yeah, 100%. I, I have like a whole, I use this whole thing called Custodio, Custodio to like check everything. And it literally says Discord, Discord, Discord. And I'm like, and he's like, it turns on automatically. And I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh that's what I get. It's, all, it's always all, because oh, mom, automatic. I have to be in queue for an hour or two. I can't actually play while I'm waiting in queue. Yeah. Mm. Never thought you'd be so well-versed in British English. <laughs> There's the positive right there. The positive of the pandemic. He's turning British. That's amazing. Oh my God, I love it. All right, it's time for the speed round. It's my favorite part of this whole podcast. And I just had someone tell me the other day it was a favorite part of theirs. <laughs> um, what is your cocktail of choice? It's called a penicillin. Okay, this is a first for me. Let's do it. <laughs> I it's probably need, I need medicine for sure. So tell me. It's- it's so good. Uh, it's honey, lemon, and two different kinds of scotch. And they will knock you on your tail very quickly. And they, it's got this, it's kind of, for people who like kombucha, it would probably be, a, they'd be a big fan of this one. It's not too sweet. And it's got it's all this sort of layered flavors and a beautiful texture because of the lemon. It's just mm, yummy. I mean, that's high level. I don't think I could drink it. I think I might die, but my husband might. <laughs> my husband uh, makes them. He's gotten so good at it. My husband's oh, I love are sometimes just enough for me to like make it through. But like, I don't know if I can go scotch. I think the tequila is as far as I can go. <laughs> um, what is a mantra or quote that you live by? So there are really a lot of them. Uh, I thought I'd give you the one that's my, my business one. Projects expand to the time allotted, mm-hmm. which means that if you give yourself two months to do something that really could take you two days, it will take you two months to do it. I am freaking out on you right now <laughs> because that is 1000% true. Mm-hmm. Because somebody asked me the other day, I'm, I'm, I support a lot of other women who are starting podcasts. I started working with people and helping them with my friend, Becky, and we do it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's helped me and now I, I want to help others do it too. And we were talking about it and she said, oh, well, you know, I give them these like six weeks to do this, but it's self-guided and some people will take two years <laughs> and some people like you, Liz, take the six weeks and do it because I said six weeks and you said, okay, six weeks. And so I did it in six weeks. But it's funny, right? Like if people give you this kind of like, oh, it's self-guided and you're not really motivated or you don't have that mindset of like, I just need to, this is a six-week thing. I'm doing it in six weeks. You could just take that and just go a long time. So that mm-hmm. is very, very true. And women need to know this because women have everything in the world trying to get in the way of things they're trying to do. 
right? We just have every, because we want to do everything for everyone. Things are coming at us, our team sons and the discord and the whole thing. And our dogs are barking and our skin's in an ash and we're trying to wash our skin. Oh, there's a seat, there's a dog right there. Cue the dog, cue the dog. Oh, amazing. The dog literally came in as I called the dog. That's what I did. The dog, I called the dog. Wait, well what's, that dog What's that dog's That's name? That's Maggie. Maggie. Oh, Maggie. Maggie, I called you. I got, Bella, <laughs> I got Bella and Finn right here. Um, but yeah, there's so much going on. We have to really do that for ourselves is tell us, tell ourselves, I'm going to give ourselves this, myself this amount of time to get this thing done because then it will get done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Give me another one. Cause that's your business one. What's like maybe a personal water. I'm sure you're full of them. When you went, do you have another one? Oh my gosh. It's so boring. Like I'll the real it. one, the real one. I never, I don't ever tell it on interviews because it's so boring. I don't care. Do, do unto others as you would have done to you. It's just that reciprocity. <laughs> well, listen, for these times, let's just say for the times that we're in and Black Lives Matter and everything that's happening, the do unto others has never been more important. So that's a good reminder. It's an oldie, but a good one. Um, so I like it. Okay, what simple <laughs> thing do you do? Now, this is gonna be, this is gonna be almost ridiculous asking someone like you this question. So I'm gonna try to make it harder. <laughs> Um, I usually say, what simple thing do you do for yourself? Self-care. I'm going to tell you it can't be beauty related. Oh. It can be something else. Oh, that's listen, mean. You can do your self-care <laughs> or you can give me that too, but you got to give me something else besides like your, your wheelhouse that you like, just live in night and day. You got to give me something else. All give, right. me, give me a beauty uh, thing and a non-beauty thing maybe. Well, the beauty thing, so this is self-care that I've actually been sharing with the two. They look like man. I might go right to the beauty thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so this is self-care. We've all been doing this on our calls. And it was really started by this one woman who I love dearly, Heather, who we work with. She guashas while she's on conference calls. And we've started encouraging everybody while they're on conference calls to give themselves massage, self-massage. It's really, it's fun. It's helpful. It really does make a difference massaging yourself and like learning your acupressure points, whether they're in your hands or in your eyebrow, like kind of just self-massage. It really makes a difference. I feel like I've got that jaw clench thing. Like I feel like right here, when I I like massage in the jaw clenchy place, like it hurts. But when I like do it, it like, I almost could fall asleep. Like my eyes go to sleep. Quick tip to get that spot yeah. even better. Yeah, use the palms of your hands, the ba- very base, and go under your your cheekbone. Okay, and go in little circles uh-huh. back to that place where and push. Oh, it hurts though. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. And then because it, it's where those muscles meet in there. If you get it both directions, you oh. if you have any jaw clenching, it'll go away. I've heard that cracked teeth are like the most the thing that's that's health problem that's picked up the most. Oh, I'm sure. Pandemic. Clenching and gritting their teeth and grinding all night with the stress. Are you kidding me? I'm not going to be That's actually a really good tip. Do you know, is that your beauty tip or your non-beauty tip? Oh my gosh. That's my beauty tip. The other thing is just walks. Walks are so important and they don't have to be I mean, I'm really struggling with this right now because I can't be outside. But generally what I do is when I wake up in the morning, I put my shoes on right away because if I put my shoes on, then they're on. Then I have no excuse to not go. Um. <laughs> That's a pro tip right there. Put the shoes on. Because I <laughs> take my daughter to school with my slippers on. That's not going to get me to a walk. No. Okay. That's a, that's a pro tip. Put the shoes on, then you'll take a walk. Good one. Yes. Yeah. I, you know what I'll, you know, here's another pro tip. I heard this. Someone does this. You put your workout clothes, you put them all together. So you don't do like, where's the p- pants and the shorts and the sock. You put, you put them away literally in your drawer, sports bra thing, this, that all together. So you just take it out in a pack and get That's dressed. Awesome. I was awesome. like, that is some brilliance right there. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. What makes you feel unstoppable? Aha moments, either my own or when I'm talking with somebody. If I'm, if I, something makes sense 
that didn't before make sense or a new piece of information that sparks a, an understanding, like a world of information that's just unlocked by that one little nugget at kernel. I call it, I call them aha moments. Yeah. Well, that's an Oprah thing, right? Too. She's always talking about the aha moments. I love that. I didn't know that. Oh, that's a major. Pro- I think she might've even like coined that whole thing. That's probably where I got it through osmosis. Yeah, because she was like, she would say, like, she would interview like a psychology, you know, like some somebody who's like just a, a great thinker, and they would say something, and she'd say, "I'm having an aha moment." That's what she would say, and then she would tell you why. But like, that's a I I love aha moments too. Mm-hmm. I really do. You gave me one today. Um, okay, who do you most admire? Hmm. That's a tough question. And since we were just talking about Oprah, man, she's up there. Oh yeah. She's, she's really, really up there. Um, there I so many people. <clears throat> I don't have a single answer for that one. Well, different give, people give me, for different reasons. Give me, give me what it could be anybody. It could be a famous person, it could be somebody in your family. You can even talk about your aunt or whatever you want. What? Oh, yeah. All right, my aunt Diane. Okay, so tell me, what does she do exactly? What is she, what company did she build, or what did she do? So, she, together with her husband, she and her husband built a company called Miller Hyman Strategic Selling. So, they created a method of sales at scale. Their fame to claim was that they're the only company that actually got Coke and Pepsi to be their client because Coke and Pepsi would never work with any agency or any resource or vendor that uh would be in the same place. Yeah. Yep. Uh, But they did work with strategic selling. So my uncle was the entrepreneur who sort of brought it to life. Uh, And then my aunt Diane took it over and well, they, I mean, they always worked together, but sort of staged with leadership and she grew it and she always hired, um, all kinds of incredible people. She always took care of family and she sold that business for a lot of money. And then she went and like bought houses for all the children and the ex-wife of (laughs) of her husband. And like, she takes care of people and her grandchildren. You really, I can see you doing that. Yeah, she's she's just I I definitely I mean what would I do? I don't really care about money except for like spending it on traveling and I <laughs> what if I can buy houses? I'd spend it on people. For yeah. your sons, yeah, and play yeah. Discord in, in Sicily. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what's exciting you the most right now? The most right now, um, <laughs> this talk you yeah. just made my day. Like you have so much energy in your voice. It's really neat to listen to. You've made me feel great just with this conversation. That's exciting me right now. Well, listen, this is what this is for. I I feel the same way. And this is what these are for. Because honestly, when I first started this, I was going to release it on Mother's Day. And here comes the pandemic to try to screw up everybody's lives. And I thought, this is what I need. I need these great conversations. I need to connect with women I'm all about connection too. And I need to like learn something today or hear something inspirational or hear how you got through it. Or I need that. And I thought everyone needs that. That's what we need. (laughs) I'm going to make this podcast and we're going to do it. So, you know, you joined me today and you made my day and I made your day. And that's what this is about. And hopefully we're making your day too. So thank you for coming on the show today, Kim. Thank you so much. Oh, you are most welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for creating the show. Yeah. Well, I really learned a lot from you today. I have to say, I really did not think of beauty in this scientific, ancient and fabulous way. (laughs) really got my mind like working. Like I got to like really look into this. I'm not going to pick up your anatomy book. That's not happening. I'm going to look into it and I want to know. So tell people where can they find the the olive oil? Where can they find? I'll put in the show notes too, but where can they find the olive oil? Where can they find Fortuna? Right. Well, so the easiest thing to do is just go to Kim Walls LA on Insta because I have it all listed right there. Okay. Uh, for Yeah. The olive oil is bonafortuna.com, B-O-N-A. Mm-hmm. Fortuna is spelled with a U, F-U-R-T, and it's the Sicilian spelling. Yes. Okay. And then Fortuna Skin is the skincare line where we talked about the Porte Pelle Vitalita and Bambini Fortuna.com. 
is where we have the roll-on health wellness remedies for kids, children. I use them too, though. And they do things like helping you go to sleep more easily and helping with ear pain and fussy tempers and boo-boos on the skin. It's a beautiful, beautiful line. Okay. Well, I, I mean, I'm so glad you came on today. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you, Warrior Woman, for coming on. You're most welcome. Thank you. All right, guys. Thank you for joining me today. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a review. This is Conversations with Warrior Women podcast with me, Liz Swadek. And remember, every woman has a story. You just have to ask her. Bye, everyone. <laughs>